Alright guys, welcome back to the podcast. Back to Tomboy Official. Ah, I'm outside warming up this car. Like, yeah, those of you who have been following me on here, you know that I've been reducing the caffeine. Today is not one of those days. Um, I I thought about it for a while. Didn't sleep too good because of the rain. Um, and just, I don't know, I just had a lot on my mind, so I just was awake, and two o'clock comes around, and then my brother's up at, like, six or something, and I was like, what time is it? (laughs) And then I find myself waking up, like, a little before 9 a.m., and I'm like, oh, dang, I slept really late and was groggy. Had a little bit of coffee with a little bit of cacao, um... I was wanting to get up and work out, not really work out, work out, but I've been doing these uh, hundreds, not quite the M100s, uh, but sets of 100s, or sets, like, four sets of, like, three sets of 33, or four sets of 25-ish, of um, just, like, body weight type stuff, like, like, bands, curls with bands, some forms of like push-ups, dips, lunges, squats, like whatever. I'll pick like two or three of them um, and do a hundred. I've been doing that, for, I don't know, for how long now. Um, before Christmas. Anyways, I don't know. I think it was like from the start of like Hanukkah. I can't remember. But um, I was going to try to do that in the mornings. Uh, since now my work schedule is up to me, um, just kind of do that in the morning to get it out of the way and to kind of wake myself up more instead of the caffeine. But I don't know. I've been kind of pushing for the last, like, I think last week and then all the weekend partying and stuff. I think it all kind of caught up with me, um, which is fine. You know, it it happens. (laughs) There's nothing you can do about it. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of sitting here heating up the car and trying to, like, make sure I get it turned on for a couple minutes every day. Um, I'm in the process of getting another car. I don't know. I don't want to be fancy. I don't know. Part of me is, like, I'm really in the cars, though, in case people probably don't know that about me too much but like I don't know I like computers I like laptops I like desktops I like cars um I don't really talk about it too much but I you know there's something about having an old car that like you just kind of know it like the back of your hand um because at least when there's problems you kind of know okay this is normal this is not normal um you can kind of go like that but um, yeah, with this coffee in my system, I'm going to be a little on the rambly side, and I'm a little sleep-deprived. Uh, my family does a lot of gardening, and they have these things outside where they make some kind of tea or some kind of brew thing for, like, the plant nutrients, and they have them in these, like, like 
you know, those gallon jugs, similar to the ones that you have for, like, milk jugs and stuff, or water jugs, um, so when it rains, you know, they're underneath the part of the roof where the house just kind of drips, you know, and then it, like, drips on top of those things, or, like, buckets, and there's all these kind of, like, other things that we have, um, outside that roll around in the wind and stuff like it's like nobody really there's so much stuff in that yard that like it's not like it's messes necessarily but it's like people use it for gardening but there's so much stuff out there that my folks use on such a regular basis that none of us really want to go out and like oh it's gonna rain so let's like pick all this stuff up and put it somewhere like in the garage or whatever because they're just gonna have to take it out and put the nutrients in the plants and do all that other kind of stuff so they tend to just keep it out there um so when it rains sometimes it's like you know there might be trees scratching on the windows or you know stuff rolling around out in the yard and the wind on the cement and things like like sounds of like dripping on top of buckets like I don't know like for me when it's not like consistent noise it's a little, like, harder for me when it's, like, inconsistent sounds. Um, so that does make it a little difficult. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I, I was like, let me come outside. I gotta start the car anyways and, uh, get in a quick recording while I'm out here. Uh, I had a couple things I might have wanted to talk about, but I'm not, uh, not too sure. Um, I guess one of them would be maybe like, um, dancing etiquette. Yeah, we're going to get the full force of all the sirens while I'm outside. Um... Yeah, like dancing etiquette is kind of like a, a complicated thing. Um, like I don't really like to make like negative situations out of like something that's potentially not really a big deal or like positive and fun. Like I know when you're out and you're dancing and you're partying, you're just trying to have a good time. Uh, but I think the interesting part is like the substances, because um, it's hard to know. Like, I, I kind of, I kind of tend to stay on the cautious side of things. Um, I don't mind dancing with people. It's, it's a very, um, I would say, it, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it's a, it can be an interesting experience to say the least. Um, like, I'm not, like, the best of dancers, but, I mean, I'll do it, and more so in the last, like, couple years, like, I've gotten more into it. Like, I used to be into, like, dancing at, like, maybe, like, Christian music concerts. They'd have these little Christian music festivals with, like, rock bands, and mostly when it was, like, ska bands, we would kind of do, like, a lot of 
skank dancing and whatnot um, to ska music. Um, and we'd be all like sore and sweaty. And that was kind of like a normal thing, like, you know, just rock out kind of thing. Um, or when I was in little bands, um, you know, just to have a decent stage presence, like, you gotta move around a little bit. You can't just stand there like a stick or whatever. Um, I know that band Weezer, they're kind of like that. They're kind of more like, couldn't, couldn't care less. (laughs) They kind of give the attitude of like, I couldn't care less about like what you guys need from me. Um, which is fine, you know, I, I like Weezer, but, um, yeah, most, most bands, you know, they kind of like to kind of dance around and stuff, um, but it's, uh, it's kind of fun, it's just I wasn't really raised in, like, a community where people danced a lot, and it was, like, acceptable, it was, like, traditionally not acceptable through the religion uh, but traditionally acceptable being raised with, like, black and African people, uh, people from the Midwest, people from, you know, African countries, and, um, being raised in LA, it's not like, it's the most conservative of places at all, so, you know, it was definitely something I was definitely exposed to, but there was always this conflict, so I never really got, like, super comfortable with, like, dancing, and, like, there was always this, like, can't dance or gonna go to hell kind of thing or like you know they think it's gonna lead you to like you know be out of control or something like I don't know the religious aspect they really had a focus on like not doing anything that leads you to kind of like let your mind kind of go towards your natural inclinations it was more like ignore your nature and do do this religious stuff um a hundred percent of the time and never really lose your focus on it. Um, I mean, I, I understand that I respect it, but also I was never really about that. I was more like, I found I, it's just my own opinion, but I always found it a little, um, um, what do you call it? Um, like as far as your, um, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like your, I don't know, like it's just, I don't know, like I, I don't really think it's, I don't really think there's anything wrong with it, but, you know, um, some religions do have issues with, like, music, rock music, secular music, uh, metal, uh, certain instruments, like, just kind of, like, how it takes your mind to, like, a place, like, that's, um, my opinion is that, you know, you can kind of release a lot of different types of energies through listening to certain types of music or interacting with it and that kind of thing um you can have like a soulful side or like a side that's just like got some like heavy energy to it with like rock music or like uh just kind of like a calmer more like um 
like kind of uh well not all classical type music is like calm some of it's pretty intense especially the minor types of music um like things on like minor minor scales minor keys like it, it has like this intensity to it sometimes and uh yeah like I don't really think like I've always gravitated towards like music in like minor keys um and yeah like I I don't really think that there's anything like inherently wrong with it um but you know some people feel like they would label things they would take it as far as labeling certain things as like evil um I mean, I think it just all depends on the individual person's intentions. Like, if you are really trying to, like, spread a form of, like, hatred and disrespect and, um, like, it's one thing to be talking about your experiences and, like, maybe, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of uh, metal artists I've noticed, too, when you listen to the serious interviews that they're in, they kind of tend to uh, talk more about... Um, like, kind of the depths of topics that, you know, it's very psychological. Um, like, if you go, like, I've talked about this guy before, but Chris, Chris Garza, um, on Garza podcast, like, he interviews a lot of metal artists and bands, and most of the time, they can get into a pretty deep conversation, uh, maybe on a deeper level, kind of, like, similar to kind of how Joe Rogan can kind of dive in like that, um, maybe even deeper than that, because, like, artists, you know, the artists tend to be pretty, like, like, expressive and things, and, like, he kind of creates a space for that, but it's, um, it's just very interesting to see and hear people talking about their experiences and life and what led them to become, like, metal musicians and things like that, Uh, A lot of the themes that you hear, like, there are a lot of people who had a lot of tragic pasts and other types of uh, situations happening um, in their lives. Oh, my God. Sorry. This car has this, like, tape player. It's, like, freaking out. The car's not even on. I don't even know what the heck. Um... I have no idea, but yeah, they, they kind of have that going on a lot of the time, uh, like in their history and like people having abusive pasts and, you know, that something kind of helped them gravitate towards a certain style of music that was like therapeutic for them, either the writing or the playing or the band or the, you know, the, just the scene itself and you know, um, a lot of the music can be very political too, um, but yeah, it's really a different style, but, um, yeah, I've always liked it since I was young, and EDM for sure, like, it's come a long way, um, I always liked like, synths and things like that, like, and, yeah, it was just kind of interesting always being raised around 
people who were so like musically like an environment where people were so musically like repressing themselves um on purpose they would repress themselves like kind of stay away from certain stuff um i i tended to enjoy you know even church music i mean i'm not against it i like i like it i mean i feel like i wouldn't have been so involved in playing guitar for so much of my life if it wasn't for being involved in church because we had to practice so much and like you know um we got performance opportunities like it wasn't for like fame or anything but it was like you know just to do something it was more for like a spiritual reason but I feel like I took it more as like um just to kind of stay motivated to learn kind of like how people join like a running club or something it's like yeah you might not really be doing it totally only because you're trying to like sculpt your body a certain way like you might be doing it for like other reasons like the social aspect or the or like some other kind of aspect um just kind of how it kind of helps you like emotionally running and stuff like that is healthy for you like it kind of like some people like yeah like on the surface it looks like okay like people like to run because they want to be physically fit but sometimes there's more than that and that's kind of how I took it with like church music it wasn't just like oh yeah I'm doing this to get people like spiritually motivated or whatever um and like express worship to God or something I was more just like I just want to play and keep playing and this is the opportunity that I have but I did kind of like the environment like when everybody's kind of like into the music like when the congregation would get kind of like into it but I feel like the songs just weren't something that really kind of pumped me up like you know acoustic contemporary rock acoustic music is not I don't hate it but it's like you know sometimes it's like dude let's like let's like you know turn up a little you know like they they would get really kind of like they don't really want you moving too much or like stomping your leg or you know bobbing your head too much it's like oh no like can't really feel the music too much there like but yeah that was kind of like one end of things and then um yeah clubs I don't really mind clubs but I'm a little particular just because of the dress code issue um I'm not really uh I don't know most places like San Diego LA the places where I would probably go usually are pretty lenient like as long as you have, like, something decent on, as far as, like, a shirt and, like, pants and shoes, like, they're usually not going to, like, say anything, but you can't really be wearing shorts, and it's kind of like a, a weird kind of dress code, too, because it's, like, you can be femininely dressed and wearing shorts, but you can't be masculinely dressed and wearing shorts, but if you're a female but masculinely dressed, you got to follow, like, another dress code. It's just kind of like a weird... Like, I just prefer to not go to those types of places just because the dress code just makes it so confusing. You never know what the person at the door is really going to say. Um, but, yeah, I, um, yeah, then you have to, like, basically plan around it. It's like, if you're just coming from somewhere, you know, and you weren't expecting to suddenly go to a club and you're not really, like, dressed for it, you know you know you can't always just go back home and change or whatever so it's kind of like you kind of have to 
you know, plan for it a little bit more when there's a dress code. But, yeah, I've... I kind of just prefer the clubs without the dress codes. Um, But it kind of depends on the event. Like, sometimes, you know, the DJs are pretty great. Um, But, yeah. But I've kind of noticed, you know, like... I don't know if I would call it, like, even queer culture. Like, I, I would not say that I have enough familiarity with, like, like cis, straight culture with, like, dancing environments. Um, just because I, they're, I don't usually go to those types of clubs. Um, usually I feel like it's just weird for me because, like, people aren't the same. Like, they don't really talk to each other the same it's kind of like the rules are weirder um for me just in my own perspective it's just kind of a little socially like stifled um I feel I feel like in queer clubs and bar bar type spaces you can just talk to everybody nobody's like oh like you're a female that's talking to you know you initiate a conversation with a guy and he's not interested so like now he doesn't want to talk to you, and it's like, well, I wasn't interested in you, I just want to, I'm just feeling social, and want to just randomly talk to people, you know, I feel like at, at, like, queer bars and clubs, that's kind of more normal, like, if you're, you can talk to a girl, you could talk to a, to a boy, you could talk to any kind of person, and people tend to just be genuinely friendly, more so, I'd say, that at straight clubs, I feel like at straight clubs, it's more like you have to like, if you're not interested, you kind of show that you're kind of maybe not too interested. And if you are interested, you kind of give forth a little more effort um, to showing an interest when somebody's, like, approaching you or if you want to approach approach someone else. Versus that, like, gay clubs, you just talk to anybody. Like, you know, bathroom lines, you're talking to people at the bar. You get distracted and you're trying to, like, get a drink at the bar and you end up talking to all the people that are like waiting for the bartender and you talk to the person sitting at the bar and you talk to the people at the tables behind yours and the people who are on the smoking patios and you just talk to everybody like it's not you know it doesn't matter like what their gender is or whatever like everybody's there to just kind of interact and sometimes people don't feel like it and you can tell they're just like solo just trying to like eat their dinner and like they have their little dog puppy out and like they're just taking their dog out for a walk or whatever, and then some people are there to, like, find somebody to go home with, so it's kind of like, you know, there's, like, a range of things, but I feel like there's never really fully, like, okay, like, you have to be interested and maybe want to hook up with this person, and if not, you know, you should want to dance with them, and it should be based on, like, a form of attraction or whatever, like, it doesn't really matter the attraction. I think it's more just like good vibes and like, like I'm constantly just talking to random strangers. Like it's, it's normal. Like that's just normal part of like, if you feel like it, you can, if you don't feel like it, you can kind of just keep to yourself and just like enjoy the music and whatnot. Like it doesn't have to be like a big, a big deal, but I mean, I'm not, like, complaining. I'm just saying, like, the rules are a little bit different to my experience. And then another thing I kind of notice is uh, with dancing in general, like, so I I had some experiences in Mexico. 
Um, like, that's a little different. Uh, we went to, I don't know what the place is called. I don't know what the place was called. It was, like, this club. It was, like, $2 cover. (laughs) Um, it was a pretty, the music was really good. Um, I know we stayed at Hotel Joker. I think it was, like, in Ensenada. It was it was right by the border. I don't know if that hotel's still there, but it was like twenty bucks a night or something. It was really cheap. Um and this was like probably ten years ago now. Um and the little club we went in and it was just like the music kinda of brought us in. Like we kinda of heard the music and we're like, Alright, there's a club, let's go in and it was kinda of early evening so it wasn't packed and like or early at night and it wasn't packed and we went in and you know, um, I was with some friends, some local friends from LA and, you know, it was pretty chill, but I mean, like, it's a different culture, you know, like to my understanding, you know, Latino culture, there is definitely like the masculine, feminine, masculine and feminine roles. So in dancing, you really kind of see that more. And I think that experience and then the salsa dancing class, I went to those two experiences were very like gender specific and to me I was like a little thrown I was like bro like what is going on um I don't have the most effeminate energy I wouldn't say um I can but it's like it's not all the time like just naturally I'm just not that way all the time there's nothing wrong with it but I'm just naturally not usually like I have to force it like like the other day I went out with some friends and I was wearing like this pink shirt it's like a pink button down like it was from the guy's section of like Ross and it was like a long sleeve pink button down like silky fabric um but it's like the cut of it I liked because it wasn't all like these weird fem cuts like usually feminine shirts are cut like really weird um I just like the fit of it but on me it looks very feminine like it's very because it's pink it's like a paisley pink um with like paisley designs on it it's like pink it's like pink pink like and silky it almost looks like a pajama shirt almost like I wonder if it is I don't think it is because it's like (laughs) part of a it said like paisley collection or something like that like I don't think pajamas really have that it was in the dress shirts but I wouldn't really know like I'm not so into fashion that I would really know um but I was like down in San Diego and I was like all right end of the year get a couple shirts you know it's time to upgrade a couple shirts um so that was one of them that I got and I had this like prana green sweater it I think it's like tweed like I don't know the sleeves are made out of this weird fabric that you can't really wear it with short sleeves so I was like well this is an opportunity to wear this sweater because it's uh you know it's got the longer I've got longer sleeves under so stuff like that it's like it just looks a little on the femur side just because of the colors and stuff but um yeah, like, it doesn't really make a difference to me, but yeah, like, I noticed kind of, like, in Latino culture, there's very, like, you know, the men do this, the women do this, um, and with dancing, 
that kind of comes into play too. And that for me is just an experience where I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm not saying that like when I'm dancing, I have to lead or whatever, but it's like, I'm not very like, like familiar with Latin dancing. Like I've done it before, but it's like, you know, had a couple drinks in me and I'll just be dancing. Like I'll make a fool of myself. Like, I don't really care. I'm sure I'm not doing it right. Um, but I mean, I'm having fun. So like, whatever. Um, but yeah, in San Diego, there's plenty of Latin nights too. Um, I know number one on fifth has like, I think they still do their Saturday night Latin nights where they have like live musicians, conga drums, like it, it is, it is a good time. Like they'll have like the live music and like the live band. It's a really small back patio and like is great like it oh man it's a good time like and you know there's usually a whole lot of like latinos and mexicans out and i'm just like this is a vibe like i love it i love it like you can talk to people but that's a gay bar so it's kind of like a different kind of latin vibe and i feel like it's a little uh different there um like latin guys gay and gay clubs latin guys don't really tend to hate talking to females they'll talk to females all the time it's not a big deal uh they'll talk to females and introduce you to their female friends um you know but they're they're a little more like culturally like socially kind of like open to like talk to people um especially surrounding like music and dancing and stuff like that it's kind of like you know um a nice experience and, um, people tend to enjoy it, so, um, I like it, but I I don't go all the time, but I've been a few times with some friends, and I've been there in multiple states of mind and conditions, uh, and, uh, really enjoyed myself, and, um, I think there was another time, I think when I went to Vegas Pride at, in 2022, at Piranha, Piranha, uh, nightclub, uh, we got in, somehow we cut through the door, uh, somebody up front, we went up to ask, like, um, which line, if it was the right line or something, and one of the guys, like, probably, like, six or so people from the front of the, of the line just told us, just, like, jump in front, and I was like, I feel bad, and he's like, do you really want to go to the back of the line? And I'm kind of like, nah, bro, like, thanks for letting us cut, you know? And so he let us right in. And that line was, like, almost wrapped around half of the building. And I'm like, we probably would have been waiting, like, an hour. And it was cold out. And it was night. And it was, like, probably 11 o'clock at night. And we got in. And, like, it was a good time. And I met this person. I don't know if they were trans or or cis or gay or what but beautiful human um we got in a little bit of dancing but it was a little uh they didn't speak English um but they said they were from TJ they said they're from Mexico and I was like oh yeah like I'm I'm uh you know I'm I think at the time yeah I was like I was living in San Diego at the time so I was like yeah I'm in, I'm from San Diego, I was like, we're neighbors, like, you know, like, I don't know what I said, I was trying to speak Spanish, and I was, like, saying how, like, we're close, like, and we're closer in distance compared to, 
LA because I was wearing an LA hat compared to LA or Las Vegas. And then they just started dancing with me and I was like, all right, this is cool. But it was just kind of like a little, it's, it's just interesting though, because I feel like a lot of American dancing is like pretty, you're pretty distant from each other a lot of the times, unless you're like grinding up on somebody. But that was kind of like interesting. Cause I was like, all right, we're like pretty close to each other here, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what the types of dancing are, but it's like. There's, like, a type of dancing where your legs are kind of, like, not interlocked. That's not the right word. But they're kind of, like, uh, there's some closeness there. <laughs> but I was just kind of, like, all right. Um, but I was also there with, like, a friend. So I was just kind of, like, like, it wasn't a date with a friend. But I was there visiting a friend. And I was there with a friend. So I was, like, I don't want to just, like, take up my whole night dancing with this person. But I saw them a couple times because you know how it is. People like walk around around to different parts of the club. But there was like that back part where they had like a, a cool drag show of like Latino uh, Latin drag performers. And uh, one of them's from Long Beach. I just can't remember the name. And it was I think it was someone I'd seen before at Hamburger Mary's in Long Beach. But I don't remember. Um all I remember is they had, like, a hat on that had, like, I don't know if it said LB or LA, um, and they had, like, kind of, a, like, a feminine top on, kind of like a tank, tankini type of thing, and then, like, I think boots, either boots or heels, and, like, I just remember, like, camo, like, camo pants, um... And, yeah, I don't often see, like, drag performers wearing pants. Usually it's, like, it might be drag, like, but this was kind of, like, a more, like, a different kind of drag performer than than what I'm used to seeing. But, um, everybody loved her. And then, um, yeah, we just, yeah, they were singing in Spanish and the DJ came on and everybody just, like, started going crazy dancing And, like, that was just part of the club. Like, the other part of the club had, like, go-go dancers. And, like, it was a good time. Like, I was was having a lot of fun. But, yeah, it was just kind of interesting. Like, everybody was sweet. Um, I would have liked to talk to that person more. But, like, I don't tend to really talk to people too much when I'm, like, out with my friends. Like, I'm here with my friends. Like... I'm not trying to like go home with anybody in Vegas or whatever. And it seemed like everybody was visiting. Like if that person was truly from TJ, it's like, we're not really going to see each other again. And uh, likely, I mean, maybe, but I don't know if we even recognize, but yeah, they were, you know, I was like, okay, like that was, that was a, that was a good time. But, um, yeah, I think I'm exposed to a lot of Latin culture, but I'm not really like, um, like, it's something I grew up around, like, I grew up around a religious, like, I always mention this religious environment, because that's what I grew up in, but, like, uh, there were some people, like, the Latinos I knew were really conservative, but then also, like, they, when you go to their Christmas parties, or Easter parties, or birthday parties, or Fourth of July parties, or whatever parties they were having in their backyard, they'd have, like, 
you know, like a, like a, they would hire like a, like someone to like cook kind of like street food style, like the tacos and the, you know, all kinds of, oh man, they like, oh, I would just be eating and eating and like, you know, <laughs> it was good food. I was just like stuffing my face all the time. And back then I didn't drink. And so, you know, we would go to their house and like, I didn't really drink, um, I didn't really drink, um, you know, alcohol much, but they always had alcohol there and it was with their family. It was like parents, aunts, uncles. I was probably 20 something years old in college and it would be like parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, and then people my age. Um, we would all just kick it and like, it would be like almost every couple months they would have parties um and I would always be invited and I would show up and like I wasn't really too much into dancing or too much into drinking but I I got to know the music really well because I was doing that for like probably four or five years I would be going to these parties like back to back um and I was close like those those people that were like my age their parents knew my parents through like the religious sports league and so we all kind of like like, my folks were cool with me going over there. It wasn't, like, a big deal. Um, but, yeah, they, yeah, I had a good, I had a good exposure to a lot of stuff, but, um, I do, I do definitely notice, like, kind of, like, those gender, gender role types of, uh, parts of the culture that, you know, for me, when it comes to, like, even dating, like, Latino, Latina, like Latinx type uh, people, people from those types of backgrounds, it just is a little um, like it's it's different from like dating like a Caucasian person. Like I feel like there is like a bit of the like maybe like an expectation for things to be like a warmer type of like social interaction and like um like people aren't really afraid of like deeper conversations like I don't know I'm not really bad at like comparing racial things because I mean it's just my own personal experience so I can't really say that this is like the absolute it's just kind of what I noticed from like what I have kind of been exposed to um it's uh you know like there's more like physical um two things like you know some people kiss you on the cheek or like you know the hug hugging goodbye hugging hello kind of thing like you know versus some groups of people that aren't really too like hugging kissing kind of thing like I'm not saying it's not even it doesn't even need to be like a sexual thing I'm just saying it's like a kind of like like a warmness that's kind of not really in like every culture um I've heard that that can be similar with like Italian cultures and like some other cultures too where there's just a lot of inviting like invitation um I have some friends like some friends from India and it's not uncommon to see them you know the guys they're to my knowledge from what they've expressed they're straight men uh cis straight men and they'll you know they'll sit real close on the couch to each other like maybe, like, not, like, holding hands, holding hands all the time, but, like, they'll hold hands or, like, put their arm around each other and, like, 
stuff like that where it's like you don't really see too much of that in interaction with um like maybe like latino males or caucasian males like you kind of see like maybe like when people drink a lot and then there's like a like a maybe like a what do you want to call it um like sorry these sirens threw me off when people drink a lot and then they get kind of like all like extra friendly and like oh i love you bro kind of kind of thing and like everybody loves everybody when they've had a couple drinks in them and like i've seen that more so than just like people just like hanging out with their arm around each other or like holding hands or like somebody has their hand on another guy's leg or something like that like not like like i'm saying it's not like necessarily even in a sexual way it's just like just the physical touching like you know um culture part of things is uh very different um throughout different cultures i mean i love it it's it's fine you know but it's like living in southern california you get the opportunity to really navigate a lot of different environments where you're just like i don't really know what's okay what's not okay um sometimes and then other times you're like all right like like for example as a non-straight person that's a female when i'm around my friends from india or social circles where there's people from india i never know like okay I know I can talk to the guys, like, they don't really care, like, we'll just, like, smoke pot and, like, chill and, like, have drinks or whatever, but I notice, like, with the females, they don't really talk, you know, like, I'll make, like, I talk to them just like I'll talk to anybody else, like, I'm not even a, like, I'm not saying they're not attractive people, but I'm not, like, interested in them like that, like, I see them, it's like, I'm trying to learn everybody's names, there's, like, a whole crew of, like, almost 20 people, so I'm still trying to get to know these guys and, like, you know, I'll be, like, ask, like, you know, what, are you, like, do you like the Trulies, or, like, what flavor is your favorite, or, like, what kind of food, you know, do you like the food, or, like, whatever, like, just this type of stuff I'll say to just any old person, uh, but I noticed they kind of, like, they might answer, but they don't really, like, interact, like, the guys are more, like, they seem to be more outgoing, and I'm not sure if they kind of know my situation, they probably do, I don't really know. They don't really bring it up, but I can tell they kind of don't treat me like they treat the other females and the females don't treat me like they treat their own females and they don't treat me like they treat the guys from their own culture. So I don't really know what to make of it. Like they're just kind of like a little standoffish, but I don't know if that's just how it is. I have no idea. Um, what's up? Um, I'm not saying they're rude. There's nothing wrong with them. Like, they're perfectly fine people. Like, I've got nothing against it. It's just kind of like, how do you ask somebody that, you know? How do you be like, hey, like, you know, like, how how does your gender interact with gay people in your culture? Like, that's like a weird thing to ask. Like, sometimes you just got to feel it out and see what's going on. But I'm not trying to, like, I mean, I don't flirt with people like that. I'm not really, like, flirty or anything. So, like, I don't know, people can assume whatever they want to assume about what they think I may or may not be doing, but, you know, I can just be a chatty person, that's all it really is, like, I'm not really flirting with people, um, but, yeah, like, I do find 
it just interesting on that end. Um, and I mean, I know in, in their cultures, it's very like, um, they can talk politics, they can talk careers, the economy, um, very well-rounded, like about cultures, spirituality, different religions, history, like they're probably more my comfort level socially just because they're they like to they have like a curiosity about different cultures like a lot of times when I see people from different cultures um I like a lot of people want to stick to their own um back their own background or you know they might not be too open-minded to like learn about things that they weren't like raised around or that they don't really fully understand but yeah I noticed that they at least this crew of people and people I've known before they tend to kind of be very curious about different groups of people so that's really nice and then um yeah, not only is there they're the curiosity, but they're just really, you know, they like to socialize. But, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of, uh, like, negativity. Like, people get along. They're not, like, arguing. Nobody's really just sitting there talking crap and gossiping for the most part. But then there is also, like, a bit of a language barrier because... You know, people don't always speak English, but I'm also just very used to it because, you know, I have half of my family that, you know, when they're all with one another and I'm there too, like nobody's really speaking English all that often either. And so I'm used to being around environments where it's like, I don't really understand what's going on, but I don't feel like that's a a reason to fully not interact and especially if I've seen people like two or three times before on different occasions it's like um you can still like chill with them if they're not speaking English like it's not really a big deal um I don't think uh but I don't know if I would like go like on a road trip or something with maybe a group of people where you know if nobody was going to be speaking English the whole time but Um, I mean, it was, it's still fun. Like, I still had a good time. I still usually have a good time. Like, I don't know. Like, I haven't had a lot of, uh, experiences where I'm not having good times with people. So, yeah, um, that's just kind of where I've been standing on, on, uh, some of that kind of stuff. And, uh. Yeah, I'm, uh, um, trying to kind of enjoy just what I've, what I've noticed, um, what I'm, what I'm kind of socially trying to do. Like, I don't, I've only got so much energy, so I'm not going to try to, like, do too much mingling, but I have met a lot, I met a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I met some new people in 2022, and when I was thinking of it, I was like, I haven't really met a lot of people 
like usual, but yeah, I met a lot of people. Um, I'm always happy with that. You know, like, I, I don't know. I love my regular crews of friends. Like, I'm not like saying like, oh, it's not enough and I need to always be meeting people. But like, I kind of like having extra people that I know around that are just kind of from other environments and just see where it goes. Um, I still get a lot out of that. Like, just mingling with people that are just great people to mingle with for the time being for however long that may last for. Um, yeah, I kind of like the raves and the, and the EDM festivals and that kind of thing. I know quite a few people who do, so it's kind of been nice to try to go to concerts with people and getting concert tickets and trying to like get to see different types of music too. But, um, yeah, I know I've, I don't know. I think the harder thing, at least for me to figure out, and I know because I overthink everything, but the harder thing for me to figure out is more like in like an EDM festival environment. Um, somebody's trying to like dance with you, like, because I'll have friends that like dance with like strangers and that's cool and like it's fine, but sometimes it's like, I don't know, like I kind of catch a bit of a vibe from certain people on occasion because I mean I think I give off like really gay vibes like for sure especially when I'm in like you know like a lot of those women they'll dress up in certain types of attire you know like just for the festivals and things um and I'm there like in my normal clothes like standing in the bathroom line with all these other really femme looking women and I'm just like chilling you know, just trying to get into the bathroom like everybody else, but then, like, that's kind of when it becomes very apparent that I'm, like, I definitely don't look like most of them. Racially, I don't look like most of them, like, you know, a lot of ways I don't really look like most of them. I I definitely stand out like a sore thumb as far as, like, the androgynous type of thing, Uh, but I do notice that, like, you know, that does kind of, it does, I wouldn't say it attracts attention. That's not really the way of saying it, but like, I think because I'm like, you know, I think that when people have like a, a bit of a gaydar sense, you know, and if they kind of know what's up on my end, then they kind of probably are right to their assumptions. And, um, usually it's like, um, those more effeminate type of, uh, women, like, sometimes, like, they're, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what the word is, what, what people call it, I've heard people say aggressive femmes, I've heard that a lot, I don't know if that's really what I want to say, that doesn't sound, I would say more, like, forward, more direct and forward, like, I don't really want to, like, label them as, like, aggressive, because I don't really know these people, Um, but they're more, like, forward about, like, what they're trying to do sometimes, um, and they'll just kind of dance, like, in, like, you know, there's a certain amount of space where you're like, okay, this person isn't really trying to dance with me, they're just vibing by themselves, and there's a certain amount of your bubble when somebody's, like, in there with you, and it's like, alright, like, this person definitely knows that they're, like, this close to where I am, they're, like, within inches and still bumping up against you a lot, it's, like, 
it's one thing when it happens like once or twice, but then it's like, okay, if you're gonna like be like three, four songs in like that close, it's like, of course they know what they're doing. But then also I take into consideration that people might have some substances in their system and they're not really like fully like, I don't know, they might have taken some ecstasy, they might have drank some alcohol or whatever that that can make people a lot friendlier. Um, so I never really know, like, cause I'm not really there to talk to people, like, you know, like, I'm not trying to, like, meet somebody and, like, talk, you know, like, that's not really what I'm trying to do, like, I came to see the DJs, um, and just the whole, like, environment of it all, the energy of everything, like, I'm not really trying to, like, talk to people necessarily, but, um, yeah, like, that's something that I kind of don't really understand fully like what's happening it's like there can be somebody like totally dancing up on you from back from the back of you and I'm like I know that you know that you're back there like it's not like it's like a oh like somebody accidentally squeezed by and I kind of bumped up into you which is normal too but it's like all right like that can be happening or even somebody in front um, I mean, it's just a different type of dancing, though, because everyone's kind of usually facing the same direction. Like, it's not so common that somebody's going to be, like, turning around facing you. And so it's just kind of like a weird kind of way for people to be dancing. And it's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, am I supposed to dance with you or just ignore it or whatever? Like, I welcome it. I'm not, like, if they're not, like, doing anything, like, too strange, I'm usually, like, I really don't care. Um, and I've never really had a situation like that where I've had to, like, tell somebody to, like, not dance <laughs> near me or close to me or touching me or whatever. Like, usually I really don't care. Um, I don't really mind. It doesn't bother me. It's just kind of, like, I never know what to do with it because I'm like, well, what are we doing? Like, what are you, like, we're not, like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> like what's going on, you know? Um... Yeah, like, there was somebody who was, like, dancing in front of me. They kept, like, backing up. Like, not, like, bent over backing up, but backing into me. And so I backed up, like, a step or two. She backs up more. And then I'm like, okay, she's literally, like, her back is, like, just, like, into the front of me. And I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know what to do here. Like, <laughs> like do you know what you're doing? Or, like you know, like, there was nobody in front of her, there were probably at least, like, eight feet in front of her, like, she had plenty of space in front of her, there was nobody in front of her at all for, like, quite a few songs worth, um, but I didn't really know what to do with it, like, I'm like, well, I can't really put my hands on your waist or whatever, like, if I was at, like, a, like, a gay club, I would be like, yeah, like, fine, but in an environment like, like that, like, at a festival, for me, some reason, it's harder to really know, like, what is this person's intention? Like, are they just trying to, like, dance, or they just don't notice that they're, like, right here, or what? Um, and it's just kind of an interesting experience, and then I did notice, too, because, like, I had a hat on, it was raining, I had a hoodie on over the hat, and then a face mask, um, so I think, you know, and it's in the dark, and so people don't really know who you are or whatever, like, um, and a lot of people call me bro, like, there were a lot of guys that, like, they were, like, bro or whatever, 
Um, I was trying to help somebody find their glasses, so I turned on my phone light, and I was, like, shining it on the ground in the mud and stuff, and, like, they were like, oh, thanks, bro, and, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I do kind of notice, like, like, I guess if people think you're a guy, they don't really mind, like, bumping into you and, like, you know, getting in front of you and just kind of, like, taking up space, like, I noticed when people were taking, like, selfies and stuff, they would just literally, like, bulldoze you out of the way to get their picture, and it's just, like, all right, like, <laughs> like, I was standing here, excuse you, but, like, <laughs> yeah, like, it was fun, it was all around just a good old fun time, but, yeah, I do, I do kind of, like, I, I don't know, I'm always, uh, like I was saying, I'm always, I always stay on the cautious side, like, I'm not really into, like, initiating, like, physically being, like, touching people if I don't know for sure that that's what they want, and I feel like when people are under the influence, it can be a little bit tricky because I am under the influence, too. So it's not like I'm like maybe fully reading the situation, but like it's different when you're at like a lesbian bar and like San Diego and like San Francisco or something and somebody just comes up to you and starts like trying to make out or something. It's like that is different. It's like, well, I know what's happening now, but I mean, it's different when you're like, at least for me, it just seems different when it's like. An environment where it's like, you know, I know how, how women are too. Like, I don't want to be like, I'm a woman too, but I mean, I know how women can be too. And sometimes they, they might not even be gay women or they might be like, there's no way of really knowing if we're not having a conversation about this. Um, there's just a lot of assuming going on in the middle of people dancing to DJs and stuff. It's not really like people really are having some in-depth conversation about their whole thought process about what they're doing. Um, so, yeah, there can be that with the people just dancing and, um, yeah, like, it's not, I'm not against it. Like, I don't really mind how people want to dance. Like, as long as they're respectful, like, I'm kind of like an anything goes kind of person. Like, honestly, like, um, if people ask, I will usually say things are usually fine, especially, anything like over the clothes over the sweater kind of thing I'm usually not going to complain about that um I'm not really trying to have people like taking off my pants or taking off my shirt um one thing about buttons having buttons on your shirt I do notice that people like to unbutton your shirt like I've had that weird I've had that happen more than once with like you know I don't know what it is you know like if some woman wants to just start unbuttoning my shirt, it's, like, okay, but, like, I usually have a tank top on or something, but it's just kind of, like, you're literally just gonna just keep taking the buttons down, like, (laughs) but, I don't know, I just find it funny, but, um, yeah, like, I don't know, like, I think, to some extent, it's a little easier to do the social stuff under the influence of certain things, and then another times, like, like, mildly under the influence, just to kind of take off the, the bit of, like, you know, the inhibitions to some extent, like, you know, I would say I'm, I would label myself definitely as a shy, a shy person to some extent, like, I'm a shy but social person, so, like, I'm usually not initiating a lot of things or going out of my way to kind of, like, initiate stuff too much, but, um, you know, on the rare occasion, like, if I'm really interested, then yeah, but if I'm just, like, mildly interested, I'll usually just let it go, 
Like, I'm not trying to, like, find love out there or anything. I'm not really, like, I'm just trying to have a good a good time, just vibe with the energy of the events. And, uh, yeah, the end of the year was a good party. Brought in the year with a party. And, um, I don't know, like, I don't really know what else to say. But, um, yeah, there's kind of a lot of different, like, nuanced type of things with, um, when it comes to, like, dancing and music and club environments and stuff like that, like, as a non-straight person, kind of, like, the more cis and straight type of environments compared to, like, the not-so-cis or straight type of environments, uh, you do kind of get different flavors going on in the different spaces, different, like, unspoken rules. Like, I'm trying to, like, talk about stuff in a way that's, like, I don't think... I've ever sat down and had a conversation about these topics with anybody, but it's kind of stuff that I kind of notice. Like, I don't get out all the time like I used to. I would say compared to 2019 and before 2019, I'm definitely way more of a homebody than I have been. Like, I don't go out like two, three times a week anymore. Like, I try to get out at least a big thing like once a month, maybe twice a month, but um, I'm not going out like multiple times a week lately in the last few years um as much I mean some weeks will be like a lot but um like if I'm down in San Diego I'm literally there because I have plans so I'll try to make plans every day that I'm there almost so if I'm there like let's say Friday Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday I'll try and make plans like all those days but I don't always make plans like that I'm not just like always uh making plans it just depends uh what's going on during that time period and, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what people think. Maybe, maybe it's all in my head. Maybe there's really no difference to any of this stuff, but, um, that's kind of what I've gathered. Like, and again, I'm not like any authority on any of this type of stuff. I'm not like a pro. I don't really know fully what I'm saying. I'm just speaking to my own firsthand experiences as I understand them. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm not, um, like, I'm not, um, I'm not, like, opposed or, uh, like, kind of, like, trying to avoid partying and things like that. I do notice there's certain friends I prefer to party with, uh, more than others and not prefer, I don't know just really preference or more just like they're always down to do it but um you know like I don't know it's just kind of hard because I'm not too much of an alcohol person um I had a drink on Thursday night I went out again on Saturday no yeah on Friday night and I had a whiskey and coke and so I guess Thursday night I had one Mexican mule Friday night I had a a whiskey and coke and then I had most of a corona and then I had some some shrooms that that was I don't know how much I took um I want to say like 400-ish milligrams for four to five hundred milligrams maybe max but it felt like a lot more <laughs> um it felt like a whole lot more um it's hard to dose. It was like a chocolate. It was like an infused 
chocolate bar, so it's kind of hard to dose that kind of thing. Um, I do my best, but it's like, this is like an off-brand. It's not like a brand I'm familiar with either. And it was a Blue Meanie strain. So it, those, that tends to be intense anyways. It tends to be pretty strong. And it was very strong. Um, I feel like it stays in my system like two to three days, honestly. But um, And then I did a smaller. That was supposed to be a microdose, but I felt like I that was more than a microdose. And always January 1st, I always have at least a little bitty, bitty bit of shrooms. So I don't know how much it was. Like, it was, like, less than whatever I took on Friday night. But um, I didn't want to take any at the festival because, um, you know, I'd never tried that brand before. And, I, you know, I, there, I don't like trying things at festivals. I've tried that before. It didn't really work out in my favor. I'm more like, let me sample this before I go, so I kind of know what to expect. Because, I mean, when I'm around intense energy, I really pick up on the on the energy of environments when I have, I guess, any type of, like, psychedelic things in my system. I really pick up on the energy of the environment, but actually, like, trying to interpret it. I mean, maybe this isn't the place to be, like, talking about all this topic. But, I mean, the way I kind of interpret what I'm experiencing isn't the same way I interpret it as a, as when I'm sober, you know, so the way I interpret things tends to be way more on the cautious side, and I get a little bit, not like confused, like in a worried way, but I'm like a little bit like, like, um, I'm, I pick up on a lot of things, like, it can be anything, it can be anything, like, somebody sighs, or somebody, you know, um, makes, like, a comment, or, like, you know, like, especially I've noticed when I'm around people, and I have some kind of, like, psychedelic substance in my system, but everyone else has alcohol in their system, I kind of notice a difference, like, there's a difference of a vibe, and I can't really read the alcohol vibe as much as I can read the psychedelic type vibe, like, it's kind of like a whole different energy that's, like, so it's, like, I feel like the people with the alcohol are kind of more, like, everybody's kind of doing everything and just kind of, like, going based on what they want to do. And then, like, I feel like the people with the psychedelics are more, like, on the introspective side of things at that time. And they're kind of, like, absorbing, like, the energy in a different way. And it's just kind of, like, a hard way to kind of navigate things socially. Like, I just don't really know how to really do that unless it's like in a club or a or a festival or something but if I'm like sitting around the house or like trying to have a barbecue with somebody or something like that like I really don't um know how to like interact fully like that like I'm usually just kind of like man like I don't really know um what to do um fully um but and then if I get way in my head about that then I'm just like oh no like (laughs) I can go like way into a rabbit hole and so I'd rather notice that when I'm by myself like watching YouTube or something versus like in an actual social environment and I'm just like tripping balls and like I do not understand what is happening and I'm like reading into all these things that I think I'm reading into the situation but I'm not sure if that's really what's going on 
It's like, this person said that thing, but is that what they meant? Or everybody's laughing, so maybe that's really what they meant. It's like, uh, like, <laughs> like, let's just, let's just go home. <laughs> let's just stay home. Um, but yeah, I think it only really takes me once, though, with a certain new strain of something to, like, and, and brand it, brand and strain, like, um, to kind of figure out, you know, what to expect, and then definitely the energy and the mood and the uh, emotional state that I'm already in is definitely going to play a role, like, if I'm already stressed out, and, you know, I don't really like mixing alcohol with anything, and so that's always a mistake on my own end, personally, is just to add alcohol to the mix, um, but, yeah, I've noticed that never improves an experience on the other end, so, yeah, like, I, that's, I'm gonna stop talking, um, I need to go, I got some other stuff I need to go do for a second, um, my brother just went and took a walk, so I'm gonna go back in the house, I don't know why he's taking a walk in the rain, but I don't know if he wants to get groceries or if he's going to the coffee shop by the beach, he usually goes down to the coffee shop by the beach, so I'm gonna go in the house where it should be a little warmer, and I can probably, I gotta call my friend back, but yeah, with that, thanks for listening. (laughs) 